summary of the Sikha. The very first passage of the parsha is Yitzchak ben Avram. These are the children of Yitzchak, the son of Avram. Avram, Yitzchak. Avram was the father of Yitzchak. So Rashi brings what our sages tell us. Why does he repeat it in the uh, pasuk? Yitzchak, the son of Avram. Avram was the father of Yitzchak. It seems to be the same thing. The reason is because the scoffers of the generation were saying that Sarah became pregnant from Abimelech when she was taken to his palace. So in other words, that Avram is not really the father of Yitzchak. So what did Hashem do? He shaped the face, the facial features of Yitzchak, that he should look like Avram. And everybody was able to testify, everybody could acknowledge that Avram is the father of Yitzchak. That's why it's repeated. So we have to understand this. The way it's written in Chazal that what did Hashem do? In other words, there was something incredible, something major that had to be done about this situation. Hashem himself had to get involved and make Yitzchak look like Avram. This is something which is common. It happens to all fathers and children, mostly. So it's natural that children look like their father. So why did it take this great effort on the part of Hashem to do this? So understand, what does it mean that it's difficult for Hashem to do? He had to take special action. In other words, it's a difficult thing. It's not doesn't come naturally. What's, what is difficult for Hashem? It says that certain things are kosher, are as difficult for Hashem as the splitting of the Yamsuf. What's so difficult about splitting the Yamsuf? So why is it called difficult? The reason is because not so much about splitting the sea and that the water stood firm like, like a wall. That's not the problem. That's not the difficulty. The difficulty, in fact, uh, you know, the Alter Rebbe writes that the creation of the world is even more difficult than the splitting of the sea. So in other words, it doesn't say anywhere that the creation of the world was difficult. Why does it say that Kriya is difficult? The answer is because at the same time, he split the sea, and for the Jewish people it was their salvation. For the Egyptians it was their death. The same act of splitting the sea, because if he hadn't split it, the Egyptians wouldn't have gone in. They wouldn't have got drowned. So therefore, to, to do two opposites in the same act, that's difficult. Because the, uh, the Midah, the attribute of judgment said, why are you killing these and saving these? In the same act, you're killing them and saving them. They're both idol worshippers. Why are you differentiating between them? So that's difficult for Hashem to have to do that. And the same is, was, is what happened here. We know that the difference between Avram and Yitzchak was that Avram was the personification of chesed, of kindness. As the Pasuk says, Avram, Ayavi. Avram served Hashem through love. Chesed and love are synonymous with each other. Yitzchak was personification of Gevura, discipline. That's why it says Pachad Yitzchak, the fear of Yitzchak. And that's also why his, in this week's parasha, talks about the, the digging of the wells. That Yitzchak was very busy with digging wells. Why? Because that is an expression of discipline. Digging a well means, instead of bringing water from somewhere else, you, un, you dig deep, you work hard and you uncover the, the sand and the rocks until you reach fresh water in the place where you are in other words d- discipline means bringing it out from yourself not having somebody else do it for you like Avram would shower kindness upon people 
Yitzchak said, find it within yourself. In fact, we find also that their children, for instance, Yishmol, came from Avram. Yishmol was Chesed the Klippa. He was also in the, in the uh, direction of Chesed, but in a negative way. Chesed can sometimes be expressed in a very negative way. Uh, show, showering attention on someone that you shouldn't be showering attention on is Chesed, but in a negative way. And Esav, who came from Yitzchak, he was Al-Char He lived by the sword. In other words, he followed in the footsteps of his, of his father, at least in personality of discipline and kvura, strength, and he followed uh, Yishmael, followed Avram. And this is the reason why over here it's ri- this whole thing is written, that Hashem changed the facial features. Because you could ask the question, why does it say, why does it have to say Avram was the father of Yitzchak? Because it says that Yitzchak was the son of Avram, that's why it brings up the uh, challenge from those scoffers. And we have to say, no, Avram was the legitimate father. But the question is, why does it have to say that, Avram, that Yitzchak was the son of Avram? We're talking here about Yitzchak and his children. It's going on to tell the story of Yitzchak and his children. Why does it have to repeat again that Yitzchak was the son of Avram? Why is it important here? And if it had not said that, it wouldn't have to say uh, uh, that uh, Avram is the legitimate father of Yitzchak. Another question, why does the Torah bring up that, yes, to answer the uh, challenge of the, of the scoffers, he, he had to change his facial features to make them look like him, so that they're, an, you know, the answer to them. Why does it suddenly come up over here? Yitzchak was born a long time ago. Why, does it, why isn't it bring it up over there? When Yitzchak was born, they said, huh, it wasn't even from Avram. So there it should have said this whole thing. Why does it suddenly appear here? The answer is that it says over here that Pasha starts ve'ela, and these are the children of Yitzchak. Why does it say and these are? It always means it goes back to what it said before. What did it say before? It talked about Yishmol's children, Yishmol's family, and then it goes on to say and these are the children of Yitzchak. So here the question came up. Yitzchak doesn't seem to be similar to Avram at all. Yishmol seems similar to Avram, of course, in a way of Klippe, but at least he's uh, similar character traits. Yitzchak is a completely different type of a person. He's Gvura. We're going to be learning about the digging of the wells. Esav came from him. He seems to be completely different than Avram. That's why here it came up. But is Yitzchak the son of Avram? He seems completely different. That's why it comes up here. And that's why it says over here that Hashem had to make the change that he should look like Avram. Why did he have to make a change? Why is it that a difficulty that Hashem had to take special action to make it happen? Because why does a son look like his father? Because a son is similar to the father. Bodily, physically, and also spiritually or emotionally in the character, the personality that he has. So the, but over here, since and since the facial features represent the personality that a person has. So, for instance, let's say somebody is into chesed, you'll generally see him smiling. Somebody that's into gvura, discipline, and so on, you'll see a more severe look on their face. So Avram and Yitzchak that are so different from each other, they looked very different from each other. Avram had had chesed on his face, Yitzchak had gvura on his face. That's why naturally they looked different from each other. 
So what did Hashem do? What do you do in order to take away their, the scoffers, uh, you know, taina, what they were saying? Hashem had to take special measures to change the facial features of Yitzchak that he should look like Avram. But don't think that it means that he just changed his facial features. What it really means is he merged the two together. He changed Yitzchak into expressing the chesed of Avram. And that's why his facial features changed. He didn't do a job just on the outside that he looks different than who, what he really is. Yitzchak is not going to look different than what he really is. He changed Yitzchak. He turned his gevura into chesed. Hashem merged together Avram's chesed with Yitzchak's gevura and made it one seamless um, continuation. So there's two things about this. What does it mean a seamless continuation? First of all, Chesed himself, itself wants Gevura. Why does Chesed want Gevura? It needs to end up in Gevura. Because if you just give much more than the recipient can, can receive, so then they won't be able to receive it. Like for instance, if you're trying to explain something to a child, to somebody much younger and immature, and you try to explain a very deep concept, you explain it fully, he won't understand anything. So you have to break it down, bring it down to a much more limited idea, and then you can explain it and he'll be able to understand it. For that you need Gevura. You are limiting it so that he will be able to understand it. So that's one reason that Chesed needs Gevura, needs to end up in Gevura, so what he's trying to pass on will actually be able to be accepted. And then there's another idea. There is Gevura sometimes is able to take through intensity. Gevura means intensity as well. That it is able to bring forth that which Chesed is giving and bring it in a very intense way which means in an abundance of it. Much more than Chesed even had in mind. So Chesed ends up in Gevura and there's a much bigger flow of that Chesed. And that's what Yitzchak became. That's how we merge together Avram and Yitzchak. But in order to be able to merge two opposites, Chesed and Gvura, which in the end are opposites, how does that happen? It takes HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself, it takes an, an effort, it takes an involvement from a level which transcends both Chesed and Gvura, which means transcends creation altogether, to be able to merge together Chesed and Gvura. And that's why it says, he uses the term, and everybody could testify that Avram is the legitimate father of Yitzchak. What do you mean testify? Why doesn't it say? Everybody knew. Now everybody saw. Testify means when do you need testimony? When something is concealed. When you don't know something. You need witnesses to testify. In other words, it's, it's to reveal something which is beyond knowledge. Something that is within our ability to know. What do we need uh, uh, witnesses for? We need witnesses only with something which is beyond our knowledge. In other words, introducing the godly beyond creation energy, that means they testified, they, they brought to bear something which is unknowable in creation in order to bring together the two opposites of Chesed and Nevora. A lesson to us from this, from this Rashi, from this story, every Yid is a a descendant of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and they are called the patriarchs. Why are they called the patriarchs? Because they bequeath to every Yid their type of Avaidah, which means all three of them. We have to be able to practice all the Avaidahs of all the patriarchs, including this thing also. The fact that we can merge together two opposites, 
which seems beyond us, but the Avram and Yitzchak give us that ability. It's within us to be able to do that as well. So, we, uh, for instance, it says, A person could have crying tears in one side of the heart, and chedva, joy, in the other side of the heart. That's the broad in Tanya. A person has to be able to manage both remorse, sadness, and joy of being a Yid and having done Shuvah and so on. So there are two ways in which you can done. You can do crying, let's say, on Thursday night when you make a Cheshven and Efesh, when you see what the sum total of the week was, and you, re- you regret what you could have done better, and so on. And then Shabbos is the time of joy, so it's two separate times. But then there's also sometimes a need to do it at the same time. That's a much more difficult Avaidah. But a Yid has that ability, at least occasionally, to be able to do even that. Another lesson that we can learn, why did Hashem wait until now to, to change the whole thing? Why didn't He start with that? Immediately make Yitzchak look like Avram. That's even more difficult. It, the, naturally it should come, it has to happen the way it is, and then Hashem can make it happen the way it needs to happen. What does that teach us? A person sometimes has has to make a choice. There are two ways in which one can approach a certain matter. Should you be very disciplined or express discipline or should you express kindness? You don't know which way to go. So the lesson is always go with kindness. Kindness is the appropriate, the best approach. As the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya in chapter 32, that if you go with kindness, even if you're not sure that that is the right result, maybe you were wrong, maybe you should have gone with discipline, but you lose nothing, because at least you did the mitzvah of Avas Yisrael, at least you did that. If you go the other way, maybe you made a mistake, and then you didn't do a mitzvah, you did the opposite perhaps. So going with kindness is always the best choice, the first choice. This idea is also related to the fact that Yutas Kislev, <coughs> Parsha Tildes always comes out, either in the month of Kislev or in the Shabbos Mavarchim Kislev. So it's connected to Yitzchus Kislev as well. Originally there is the body of Torah, which is Nigla, and the soul of Torah, which is Chesidus. The body is revealed, the soul is hidden, concealed. So you would think that the, it re- must remain a secret, it should be uh, treated as a secret. It's not meant to be revealed, like we said about certain things that... Uh, that it comes from beyond the Shtalshlus, it's like the witnesses, something that is unknowable. So the so Chesidah says, no, Yefutsu minus Echachutsu, it has to be revealed. And not just revealed, it has to be revealed to the furthest reaches of Chutzah, of the outside. There is no place that Chesidah should not go. To the furthest reaches of the outside, even there Chesidah should go. In other words, it needs to be revealed. There comes a time when there is an... Uh, a flow from above, which comes from Lamaila, from beyond creation, in which this is no longer meant to be a secret, even though it's called the secrets of the Torah, but it's meant to be revealed. And the reason is because it touches the essence of a Yid, and the essence of a Yid is connected to the essence of Hashem. And as the Alter Rebbe gave the example of why was Chesidus revealed, because the son of the king was sick and there was a, a diamond that needed to be ground down it came from the center of the king's crown even though it's so holy in other words that's the analogy for Siddhas it's the holiest kind of learning the center of the king's crown but the king said what do I need a crown for if I don't have my son so if there's any doubt even possibility 
that the son will swallow a little bit of that medicine that will be made from this gem and will be healed, then it's worth it all. So in other words, even though this is meant to be a secret, it's called a secret, but it came a time, there came a time now when it has to be revealed and to the furthest reaches because the Yidden are connected to the essence of Hashem and everything is worth it.